Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, kids? Another episode of The Loud Pedal. I'm joined with Big Daddy, Mike Clark Griswold. What's going on, everybody? PBR, Josh Schaefer. Crack open a cold one for me, everyone. All right, will do. And our special guest tonight is Mr. Anything with a motor and four wheels. I will race the Buckshot, Timmy Buckwalker. What's up, Timmy? Not much. What's going on, guys? Same old, same old. First and foremost, Timmy, how you feeling, bud? I'm not feeling too bad. Um, I went to the doctor today so I could start putting some weight back on my leg. Um, so that was like a positive Hello. note as far as them letting me walk or at least put some weight on my leg again. Um, you know, it's just a waiting game. Four more weeks until they can look to see if they can do the ACL, and uh, then we just start the rehab. That's tough. Man, that's tough. So, so what exactly happened? Because Josh and I were just talking recently, like, and we're like, man, I don't even see Timmy's car in that accident. Like, yeah, like, um, I mean, I got no damage. Like, there's not a component on the car that got hurt, uh, minus the body. Um, something came right in, like a spear, right in the side of the car and bent the shifters and slammed my leg against the steering and the uh, trans and. Doctor pretty much described it as it made my leg like a C. And uh, so it broke my tibia and fibia and pulled my MCL and ACL. Um, That's rough. Because it broke it. It actually broke the bones pretty, like, right below the knee. So I'm not really sure to this day what it was. I'm thinking maybe a bumper or a tie rod. Um, You know, the rumor was for a while is axle. Uh, Buffalino's axle was out of his car and laying on the racetrack, but where it came through and the panel that it destroyed and pushed into my leg, I can't see it being his axle. Something smaller than that. That's crazy. That's 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 really unfortunate too, because you were having uh, you were having a year. great great year. Yeah, you know, stuff like that can never happen when you're ready to quit racing. It always happens when you're on top of racing. You know, uh, I'm the kind of guy that always. Uh, we're doing it for a living. I kind of just always tell people it's like a wave. You know, you get on top, you ride it until the wave crashes, and then yeah. you try to climb back up. Uh, but this one crashed a little too hard. We're not going to climb up for a little while. You were getting hot in the modifieds, too, which I, I was very impressed with. I was like, look at Timmy. He's got this modified thing figured out, just, like, tearing it up. Yeah, you know, uh, my owner went together and sold everything we had at the end of last year, and gave me the opportunity to just start fresh. Like we pretty much built a whole new team down to our wheels, tires, shocks, everything was purchased new and uh, we put a badass car together. Um, 
If it wasn't yeah. for Norm Saxon, I wouldn't have that opportunity. So um, got to thank him for giving me that chance and uh, giving me the trust to do it. And, you know, he was super happy. We all were super happy as a team to start off as good as we did and pick off three wins at three different tracks. And I think we probably could have got a couple more, but you never know, you know. But we were still a top five car pretty much every night we rolled out, which is tough in PA and Jersey. Yeah, especially at uh... – you know Bridgeport, where it's a whole new, whole new racetrack, and so you guys seem to grab, grab the handle on that pretty quickly. Yeah, that one just kind of like, you know, I have a lot of people say, "Man, you really figured Bridgeport out." Um, I was more excited about figuring Big Diamond, Grandview, Susky, places like that out because Bridgeport kind of suit my driving style. That's more like an open wheel track. Yeah. So yep. you were putting modified drivers on an open wheel track, so I kind of adapted quicker i think because of that being able to slide job and run up top like that that's that's open wheel stuff and uh right. i think that was a lot of success why we had some success there um but we're gonna uh rebuild and build another car and motor and try to come back stronger next year full time with the modified deal I mean, with the modified, like you said, uh, doing some open wheel stuff at Bridgeport, did you find it easier with the modified to do that? Or is this because she is heavier? Um, I did. You know, the modifieds are naturally a little slower. So, uh, right. you know, you get in a 410 sprint car and run up right up against the fence at Eldora. Um, there's nothing like getting in a modified and trying to run up against the fence at Bridgeport. You know, you almost feel like you're at a go-kart track just putting around. Um <laughs> So that made it easier yeah they are heavier they operate totally different but the, the speed's not there like the sprint car stuff so that makes it a lot easier it slows everything down for me what's more cool. what's what's more fun to race yeah the modifies the 600s the wingless sprints or you just whatever um you know I, at the end of the day the, out of everything i ran the midgets are the still the top of my list There's why is like, that um man there's nothing like jumping into them little cars with all that motor and uh just ripping them around the track there there's nothing it's hard to describe the feeling that a midget gives you for being a little car right right um so a lot of listeners are going to want to know uh so at grandview there you and you and strunky had a little oh boy here comes timmy (laughs) so uh, just kind of to me, it looked like, you know, just going into three and four, you just drove her in there, maybe pushed Jeff up a little bit, but what the hell happened down in turn one and two? Um, you know, I'm not really sure. It's a shame. I like Jeff. He's one of the only big name guys um, that has helped me anytime I had a question since I got started in the modified racing. Um, you know, I, I don't really know what, he was thinking at that point, I don't know if he wasn't ready for me to check up and hit the bottom on the white flag lap. And, you know, at the end of the day, the video and everything looks really bad. You know, I got into him and then he really got into me. Makes it look way worse. I don't think Jeff went down into one saying, I'm going to destroy Tim Buckwater. He's not. Yeah, no, he's, he's not that kind of driver. He I never thought was, I was, never yeah. will be. Um, nope. I just don't know if, you know, pressure's a little high there. He's struggling. He missed the bottom, the last corner in one and two, which gave me the door to get under yep. him off of two. And I wasn't happy with him cutting me off all the way down the backstretch. Did <laughs> I get into him? You know, I, I did. It was him or the uke tire at that point, And I was committed yeah. to underneath him. 
So, yeah, I mean, it was for the win, but I don't necessarily know. I roughed them up enough to get destroyed the next corner. Right. I no, mean, I agree. Nothing that I don't think Jeff or Bundoran or anybody else wouldn't have done on the two to go. Guy misses the bottom. There was just a single file restart. We were already fast and coming. I mean, I, it was was what it was. I said what I needed to to Jeff at his trailer. Um, his owner wasn't happy. Uh, well, he's never I haven't is. talked to Jeff since. Uh, I mean, I waved to him, but, you know, at the end of the day, we're all racers. And what happened that day, I went into the next day at Bridgeport like, hey, we got to just come here and get back on top. Don't worry about yeah. what happened last night. Yeah, start off fresh. It's like it stays there at Gravy. We're done. Yeah, and, you know, at the end of the day, it stays that night. Like, I'm not a guy that's going to yeah. go out and, you know, destroy him just because he did that one time. But, I mean, I might run Jeff Strunk a little different than I have in the past. But I'm not going to well, go I mean, out and destroy him. I don't blame guy. you for that. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I understand that. Right, you, you know, PBR Josh is a big Strunk fan, just oh, to yeah. let you know. Yeah. <laughs> But you had a good I, – I think I was reading something on there. You came back a couple of days later, and, you know, we're on both guys' sides, which was pretty cool to see. I just saw his two guys going for a win, racing very it's, hard. It was hard I mean, racing. Yeah. That's, yeah. It was hard. It, it's sometimes tempers flare and whatever. That's it's part of it. It's that's You know, it happens on the track. It's in the car, you know, and then, you know, afterwards – we don't know what you guys are seeing and feeling. We don't. We just see we just see what happened. That's all. Yeah. I don't yeah. yeah. Who, completely we don't different. Know. You guys got a completely different whole world compared to, you know, us bleacher creatures up here in the stands, you know, yeah. saying you what guys, we want to say and all that, you know. And, and just, we got so many. I mean, that's the God bid, man, that's never gonna be the last time I'm gonna race door to door with Jeff Strunk. So no. you can't let one night Right. They ruined the whole you know, in any one of them guys, if the role was flipped and I spun him out into one, you know, he would say the same thing, I think. You know what I mean? It's at the end of the day, we both raced for a living and when we went to the payout window and got $250 instead of getting three grand, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> it sucked. <laughs> you see that uh, Brady Bacon won in your, well, the, the 360 uh, USAC East Coast car that you drive. Yeah. Yeah, that was real cool. I'm, I'm glad to see that for Bill Gallagher and uh, Kurt. You know, they were. We had some yeah. bad luck there with a part breaking and wrecking our first night or our second night racing together this year. And then, uh, you know, they had a good run with Billy V and a decent run with Pouch. Um, I think they were fourth, third or fourth yep. there at Bridgeport or at New Egypt, which was real yep. cool to see. And then, uh, you know, of course, I'm sure everybody knew Brady was going to be fast, but uh, man, him and Blue definitely put on a clinic. Sure, yeah, and Blue, yeah, guys. Blue. Yeah, and Balut wiped out and rolled it at the lead. I was like, wow. Yeah, I mean, them two were definitely putting on. Yeah, USAC kind of show. They really, and, and I like to, I was sitting on my couch watching it, and I like to see that, and it would have been the same if I was racing against them guys, you know. Uh, it just makes, it's going to make all the 360 guys around here know that they got to step up a little bit more, and I think it's just going to make that racing that much better, them guys coming in and doing what they did last night. Now, you've raced against the USAC guys, correct? Yeah, we ran, man, two years west. there. We were doing some yeah. decent traveling out west and running with them guys with uh, Paul Latier and Ray Nemeth. Uh, man, did we have a blast. It was a fun time. Um, Good at those guys. Yeah, we ran pretty decent, you know. Uh, just tough. It's tough. It's kind of like if them dudes got in a modified around here and came to Grandview, you know, they're going to be 10th. 
I don't care if it's Kyle Larson yeah. or yeah. Bell right. or you know Tanner Thorson. They're going to be tenth on a good night. That's it's just not their cup of tea. They don't do it every day, so it was tough to go out there and run against them guys. And you know, I don't know that money or equipment had much to say. I think it was more or less just getting seat time and trying to run like they do four nights a week. So after you heal up, more future USAC races, or it was kind of like a one-deal kind of thing? Uh, you mean with uh, the 5G? Or You'll be back in that, correct? Um, I mean, I assume um, I'm out for the year, so yeah, I'm not 100% sure what's going to happen next year with scheduling and working with Kurt and working with Norm and, you know, doing that deal. Um, you know, everything kind of worked out perfect over the winter here. And then Corona hit and really screwed yeah. everything up. You know, we had a really nice schedule laid out to have a lot of modified races and a lot of wingless 360 stuff. Um, I don't know until sometime during the winter when I could talk to both owners and see what kind of middle circle we can meet in. Well, we'll hopefully, definitely yeah. still uh, yeah. hopefully do a speedster and definitely still do 600 for next year as well. Hopefully some more modified, well, a lot more modified stuff. I'm hoping, you know, like I said, we're going to put another car together. We're going to be a two-car team, two-motor team. Um, so our goal is to kind of try to do Diamond and Grandview um, as much as we can. Um, you know, I'm not going to say I'm going to do points because if I could go out and do Eastern Storms or we could go out west and run Knoxville or maybe some Speed Week shows or something with a sprint car, I probably would do that, you know, or maybe a handful of 360 shows around here. So I don't know that I would commit to saying I'm going to go be an open wheel superstar or a modified superstar next year. We're just going to kind of do the same thing and definitely going to try to hit way more modified races next year than I have in the past. Now, when it comes to the the speedster, uh, we had Brian Creighton on a couple weeks ago, and he said to him the speedsters almost drive like a modified. Now, do you see the same thing, or do you think it's totally different? Um, no, it is. It's definitely very similar. Um, you know, they're both kind of. I don't want to say slow. That's not the word I'm looking for. <laughs> but the, I would say they're both lazy. Um, lazy yeah you know they, they, they carry speed but they're just slow at doing it they're slow at stopping they roll over a lot more um I, yeah they're definitely really close to each other and i think that's why the modified guys shine in the speedsters more so than full-blown open wheel guy that makes sense so do you think um is there any plans are we going to see the 23x anywhere else this year or are you guys kind of is that kind of just reserved for you right now um well it's kind of a different deal i run the 23x as a business um okay you know it's my living doing this deal so and that's all out of my shop and everything so i kind of run that as the business um i don't want to say that we're not gonna run something um it's I, i can tell you there's nothing written or even been talked about yet. Um, Norm Hansel or Saxon kind of left it up to me to say, hey, uh, I would park it, but you're my driver. Let's see what we're, if you feel we need to go somewhere and there's enough money on the line, then we will. Maybe something like a 76er or something? Yeah, you know, maybe the cold cracker or 76er or something, we could bring something out. Um, I don't know what I want to do because as far as putting 
a big guy in and going to do that would be fun. I think I would learn something. Um, but on the other, I know hand, a driver. I, I know a driver who you could pick. Who's that? He's fifty-eight, though. That's the thing. Oh, fifty-eight. Yeah, he's been around for a while. He's been well, known to. Uh, he's been known to. I don't know. Ruffle some feathers along his career, let's say. This isn't Mimi, is it? No, no. Oh. I'm from New York. I'm from New York, so I'm going to pick a New York guy. New York he's guy. Got, yeah, he's got a famous brother. They're both in the Hall of Fame. Alan Johnson. The other one, no. Danny. Yeah. Yeah, the doctor. <laughs> I have both his teammates. No, I don't because they don't have no cars left. There's no love yeah. lost between the two of them. <laughs> yeah, so we kind of, I've, I've been hitting around a little bit and flirting with that, but, you know, then again, I'm starting to put another car and motor operation together, too. So I think I might just say, screw it and start rebuilding for next year and try to put a killer team together for next year. That's I mean, true. Yeah, that's true. We kind of regrouped last year and we came out good this year. So I'd rather now you guys just gave me another four more months to have a winter <laughs> rebuild and hopefully come out next year even stronger. Now, when you say you're going to put together two motors, you're still going to you're going to do two spec motors. You're going to do a yeah. spec motor. And... Yeah. I'm going to okay. stick because we only have one now. So, right. you know, we ran pretty hard there. And then right before I got injured, we went back down to one day a week. Um, we were a one night a week team. That's what we have budgeted. That's what our whole deal is. We only have one motor, so we can't run cajolian laps on our stuff. Um, right. So with having another car and another motor, I think we could put together two, three nights a week deal. Right. That makes sense. I saw you for the first time. I, I was probably last year, maybe even two years ago. That no, was probably was last year in the uh, the USAC East in the 5G. Man, did you impress impress me? I was like, check this guy out. This is this is like he's like he's at home right now. <laughs> that was a yeah, good man. Time. I have was... a lot of fun with uh, Kurt. Um, you know, it just seems to be like a good a good click between me and him. Um, we have a lot of fun. We can carry a lot of speed and uh, them wingless cars, man. There's nothing, you know, nothing against you can modify guys or myself. You know, it's hard to pick on myself when I talk about modified guys, but there's nothing like strapping in one of them open wheel cars and uh, running that thing right against the boards or oh, yeah, stand, when you stand on the yeah. tire of a sprint car. And, you know, we go out there and we got 10 inches of stagger and the things balloon up. There's nothing like that. As a fan, it's fun to watch when you guys are doing slide jobs like three, four, sometimes three wide, sometimes even four, and it's just it's incredible. Yeah, it's 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 up on the wheel, you know. And I mean, and modified racing in the six years I've done it here, you're starting to see a lot more than that. To be honest, um, I think they're starting to get more slide jobs, three, four yeah. wide. They're, even a grand view, you know. They're the wannabes. Yo, come on, let's be honest here. They're being wannabes. They're being posers. Yeah, they want to follow along, which I'm all right with. That's good. <laughs> That's good for everybody involved, actually. Yeah. I mean, so there's going to be more fights in the pits because of it. Oops, I missed that slider, but whatever. Yeah, it is what it is. You know? Yeah, you'll get it down one of these days. You're yeah. 50. Why are you doing that? You know what I mean? <laughs> so how much a difference is it for uh, driving a, a wing sprint to a wingless sprint car? Um. Well, I only got one race under my belt as a wing sprint car driver. Uh, I drove Lilith's car down at Georgetown last year. 
Um, it is a hundred percent different. I mean, it is definitely black and white. Um, there's no question. There's, you know, I ran that wing car down into the corner for the first time and did a complete 360. You wow. know, people that Jesus. say, "Hey, wing cars, they're crutches. They hold you right to the track." They do, but you still got to drive it right because I never spun a wingless car out on my own in hot laps like I did that wing car for the first corner. So, you know, you would think a wingless car would spin out before a wing car. Well, I proved that myth wrong. I went right around <laughs> like a top man. Kept it going, did a complete 360. But when that air caught that wing, and I guess I had it two sideways, it just spun that thing right around, and it was crazy. <laughs> so, what would you what would you consider like the uh the biggest like sort of learning curve around like all of the cars that you've driven throughout your career, like wingless, you know, with all the different motors, wing, wingless modifieds, all everything that you do, what would you say was like the one you had to kind of, other than like you said with the sprint car, if you only had like one race in it, you know, that's something you don't have that much uh, practice with, but yeah. What would you yeah. say like to be uh, the biggest like learning curve for you? The biggest and hardest, learning curve i would say there's two of them a modified at grandview on lap 25 of a feature is a big learning curve as far as a driver and setup you know when grandview gets slick there's nothing harder than trying to get a mud turtle around grandview on lap 2025 mm. when it's slicked off and you're trying to catch jeff strunk or Dwayne howard or the big four you know um that's been a big big learning curve for me um, and I don't, I still don't have it. We ran decent this year. We won some big races, some longer races, but it's, that's tough. But as far as like an actual, like sit you back and make you really think about if you're a race car driver or not, a 410 non-wing run against USAC will really yeah. put you back into reality. Um, yeah, those guys are no, no, there's, no kidding around. There's nothing like. 900 horsepower with no wing and trying to keep the thing underneath you and off the fence for 25 laps i've seen it i've seen it firsthand at grandview those guys they come out of four man they're right up against that they gotta jerk the car back to get it off of that wall before they're gonna be pancaking it yeah i know about that i didn't jerk it enough last year (laughs) (laughs) was oh yeah down the front stretch yeah yeah you did yeah Yeah, i saw i remember that yeah that's probably, I mean, a 410 non-wing car is, there's nothing like it. Nothing. Nothing that I've driven. Just After when the, that thing fires up to the time you drop the green, everything's totally different. <laughs> even the racing, too. It's just that those guys are really, really on top of their game. Yeah, and they run really, really hard, and they do that because that's the way you got to run them cars. And fairly clean with each other, too. How those guys have the control over the cars with just the mass chaos that goes on around. It's just, it's remarkable. It's crazy, you know. Anybody that ever says they're never scared of a race car, you just go to Eldora one time with a 410 non-wing and put that thing against the fence and let me know that you weren't at least a little puckered yeah. up. You know, <laughs> I'm going to call you a liar because the best of the best get puckered up at Eldora when they're six inches off the fence or on the wall. It's There's nothing like it with that 410 now to the the non-wing 410 so they have to weigh the same as a wing 410 or is there a different uh, weight in them i'm not 100 percent sure i think i'm not a, i'm not up on the weight end of things you know right. we never really had a car we never you were never going to get down light enough to even have to really worry about like USAC's weight rule 
Um, so I'm not really sure on what the weight difference is. Uh, but I know the motors are the same. <laughs> All the same exact motors. Pretty much the same exact. You know? How about the setups? The setup's got to be entirely different. If you're saying from a wing to a non-wing is black and white. Yeah, right? I mean, the shocks are a lot different. Um, as far as, like, bars and stuff, I mean, I would say just from what I hear doing sprint, wing sprint car guys' shocks and a little bit of wing stuff I, experience I have, um, the bars and stuff are pretty close, but just different, you know, bird cages, different arms, um, different motor plates. The wheels are a little different. Um, but as far as that, man, you could pretty much rip a wing off of any car or put a wing on anyone. And if you got a good non-wing program, you could put a wing on it with a couple changes and have a good wing program. That's interesting to know. Yeah, not that we'll be there anytime in the future. But... Yeah, probably never, Timmy, but thanks for the advice, pal. Yeah, yeah, it might help, you know. <laughs> You'll be our setup guy and our driver, too, right? That's fine. Yeah, just, just here. Right give me, you got to yeah. give me we'll, a couple months. That's all. We'll show, up, we'll show up with some extra, like, Kraken modified body parts to put something here. You do this. <laughs> <laughs> Figure out how to make it go. Yeah. Yeah, got, well, make sure you laugh to please, please use your blinker when you pass somebody. <laughs> so any any one big race that sticks out to you, like I one of these days I want to run in that and I want to win that race. Um, man, that's a tough one. Besides uh, all of them. <laughs> yeah. Um. Man, I you know if it had to be a modified, it would definitely be the sixer. Um, okay. If it was a sprint car, I would like to win a race at Eldora. That's that, that someday I would like to say we want a race at Eldora Speedway. You want to become we'll be the, to you want to yeah. become the second guy to win the Four Crown Nationals? That would be really neat, but you know <laughs> that'd be way cool. I'm not even going to even think about that. But I think with the right opportunity and me driving right and being comfortable, I think. Something could happen one day, maybe at Eldora with a 410 non-wing. Team up with Jack Hewitt. That would, oh, dude, that would be yeah. awesome. <laughs> that would be really awesome. Just Eddie, like said, um, that place is just intense. And to win one of them big USAC 410 non-wing races, that would be the place I would want to do it. Uh, any plans, like, let's say, once the uh, election infection goes away in November, um, any plans to go up to New York for a couple races, or you're gonna basically you're gonna run the modified program just down here? Yeah, I mean this year I'm pretty much I mean my leg I'm done till the Chili Bowl. Um, okay. That's my next goal. I mean I kind of let my doctor know that hey the Chili Bowl we need to make this happen. Yeah, um, beginning. Yeah. <laughs> he needs he needs to rip into this ACL as quick as possible so we can get into the rehab and get to the Chili Bowl. Um, I don't know. You know, I always like going to some of them New York tracks at the end of the year. Um, I definitely think it would have been in the plans this year if I didn't get injured and we still had some laps left on the motor. Yeah, absolutely. I would have loved to come up there to, you know, Thunder Mountain or Penn Can or something and did some of them races. Um, yeah, it's just tough, you know, uh, being a spec guy and kind of we were in the discussion of trying to put an open motor together maybe do some New York or Dale races, but 
at the end of the day, man, Big Diamond and Grandview are in my backyard. and Yeah, and you got to eat, best. too. You know, that's it. They pay the best, and they're in my backyard, so. If somebody offered you a ride, would you go? Absolutely. Like, say, yep. the Super Nationals, a day race up at Athens, which, I, in my opinion, you would do quite well up there. Uh, um, say, I, I, my opinion, I think you would. I've been to that track. I'm like, yeah, that that's Timmy would fit this. Would, would you take it? Absolutely. I would love to get up there in a quality big block or open small block and run one of them longer or any race that it's a bigger race that's up there you know uh paying some decent money and getting the right equipment that would be a blast but for me myself and my team here it's too tough to try to put a third car together or another package to put anything together and do that you never know my friends opportunity could knock yeah, you never know, you know, if, if it ever did, I would definitely jump in the car and come on up and uh, spend a day or two and love to do it, you know, because there's nothing better than running on the slick stuff in New York. And uh, I never went to New York and said, man, that was the heaviest track I ever was on, but I never left New York and said I learned yeah. something either. You yeah. Know? yeah, I couldn't see really, but I, yeah, I, yeah. yeah. But I mean, at the end of the night, you learn so much on that slick stuff. Um, it's worth doing. Anytime. So I know you said that Chili Bowl's in the plans. Uh, any other plans for indoor racing, uh, you know, um, beginning of the year, like Allentown or anything like that, or is that well, going to be too soon? I think Allentown's going to be maybe like that could really be the first one. Um, you know, definitely I, I seen their schedule was out. They have something for Syracuse at Thanksgiving. Um, I'd say that's a no for sure. Um, but the beginning of January, uh, the end of January for the Atlantic city and then, uh, Trenton with the 600. Um, I don't see us not doing them. Um, you know, I got to kind of see where I'm at here with the TQ ride as well. Um, now that I'm out and could miss some, I might not have an opportunity to run an indoor car this year. So I kind of got to play that by year and talk to, uh, Mark Laffler and Pippard and see what their plans are. I'm just trying to get a timeline myself from my doctor. And once the next surgery goes through to really be able to tell anybody where you're going or what's next. Yeah. Where, yeah. Where, where you're going to be at physically and stuff. Any car owner that, you know, does something different because of weight. And I understand, you know, I mean, this is a tough sport, you know, you can't wait on a guy a month before and say, hey, I'm not doing it and put somebody else in. So and it's, it's the business. They're there to try to make money too. Yeah. So it's kind of, we're definitely a waiting game here and just trying to get myself fixed up and get back to 100% for next year is my main goal. Or main goal, like I said, was the Chili Bowl. So if I have something for Chili Bowl and maybe Allentown Chili Bowl and Atlantic City in January, that would be perfect. We'll work what? the leg out right away in the off months. What leg was it? Your left leg? Uh, it's my right leg. Uh, if your left leg, who needs brakes anyways? You know, yeah. Well, I told the doctor, if he gets me to 90 degrees, I'm good. My ankle's still working. So yeah, exactly. we can put some pads yeah. and some braces on the knee. We'll be fine. Just get me to 90 <laughs> and my ankle moving and we can go. That's the true, true uh, speech from a racer right there. Just get me in there <laughs> so I can use my ankle. That's it. I just need my ankle to work the throttle and be 90 degrees to sit in there, and I'm good. 
So Tim, you got your you have now that you're kind of like on the back seat of things and you're kind of like in terms of like the spectator sort of side of it right now. Do you have your eyes on anybody that's you know, anyone that's been catching your eye recently? Uh, you know, in terms of uh, any of the younger talent, uh, at least around like Action Track and places like that. Um, I mean, as far as what what do you mean by that? As far as what do I see in like the micros or the talent talent wise? Anybody that's really been catching your eye in terms of just you know. You know, some someone for us to, or the fans to keep an eye out. Maybe in a couple of years um, they'll be uh, you're like watch this kid. Yeah, I mean, I would have to honestly say uh, Snyder, that um, Snyder kid running the micro stuff. Um, Steven Snyder, he he showed me uh, the last. I follow a lot in the micro scene because my shock business. So uh, you know him in the last couple months here out west and around home. He's He's probably the only guy that really actually caught my eye and said, "Man, he's really coming." Um, you know, you got you got so many though these little kids that come out of quarter midgets with a lot of talent. Uh, Cody or uh, Dylan Contra, he's re- he's going to be something. You know, he's still young. He's still trying to get his feet wet here. And Adriana Delapani, she's showing some good runs at Shellheimer's in the six hundreds. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, somebody to be to watch down the road. Um, other than that, you know, I mean, it's tough for me to follow anything else besides the micro scene and people I work with. Um, you know, a lot of these quarter midget kids right now are pretty freaking good. Um, but I don't like to judge a quarter midget kid until I see him in something outside the quarter midget level. Right. Like a, uh, like a 125 micro sprint. Yeah, I mean, we got to get into a micro or a modified sportsman or something like that to really see what's going on. But, I mean, these little kids in these micros showing me something. That, that's where I think you, you could show something against these 70-car field micro guys. I think if you move on, you're going to be somebody, you know. Um you know, but as far as my like modified stuff, that's Steve Kemry and that six oh two down there at uh Bridgeport. I tell you what, man, if they someone to give that kid a shot, I think he'd be pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Stephen Kemry's really good. And he's and, he's pre- he's pretty versatile too. I mean he does a lot of the indoor stuff too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And he's not I mean, he's not a young chicken, but as far as a little kid, which is just still too young quite right now. Is I mean, you guys better watch that Tanner Von Dorn. He uh, he's only twelve or thirteen there, and running a he's, he's running a crate six hundred two up in New York, right? Yeah, I think he might yeah. have been second or third in points, and you know they're Where? plus cars a week yeah. in Orange County, and you know I kind of yelled at the old man over the winter. He goes, oh, "I'm going to go there and run the rookie class." I go, "Man, you should have just stayed in the quarter midgets or something." <laughs> you know, go run and then open a night. He's I don't know where he ended up and then the next week and the next week and uh he's gotten better yeah i've definitely i've been seeing the posts every week um uh, you know the kind of like the post race results or whatever they kind of you know i guess that's his i think i have his dad on facebook as well and he kind of just goes into it of what you know what happened down there or up there i guess you could say and yeah he's he's been hanging in there you know and that's you know running up there orange county that's not easy 
No, and to be that good in points against all And to be cars, that young, too. That's Yeah. Yeah, and he went to a couple of the Deo deals and ran really well. Um, he's just got to keep his uh, nose clean and, uh, you know, get around the right people. And um, I think I think he's going to be definitely something to kill for as long as somebody could help his dad and he can get some good backing. Once he gets a little older, he's going to be he's going to be a threat somewhere, whether he goes up to New York or plays around here in Pennsylvania. Yeah, getting that experience at 12 or however old he is, that's uh, that's huge. That's that's yeah, that's massive. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's like what Alex Alex Yankowski was 14. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What he Solid. just turned 16 this year. He's got a couple Windsor like. It's like wow, back, this, back, back, that kid's back to back wins at Big Diamond, and you know he was the uh, he was the American Racer Cup champion there for uh, yeah, Big the Diamond and the Sportsman, yeah. and he yeah. pretty much cleaned house there on that last year in the sport or in that yeah, in the, and he, one, uh, the American he's Racer. Another one, you know, he was real young. He got some good backing, got around the right people, and uh, just played his cards right. You know, ran the race team the right way, and him and his dad and Paul Latier, they coached the kid the right way and now look at him you know he's 16 and beating up on jeff strunk and low yeah, and these guys at diamond you know yeah i mean uh, that's a great family the ankowskis too steve mm-hmm. his dad and all they're good people they had a good run going there at bridgeport that night until the caution came out and long yeah. boxes are able to find him with the big block but yeah if that yeah. caution didn't come out yankowski wins that race yeah yeah really well Scooby, I heard, is a good body fabricator. That he is. He's a body guy. Good old Scooby. Scooby Doo. <laughs> all right, all right, Tim. Well, uh, usually we ask our guests. We're gonna. We like to keep talking about racing and stuff. Uh, so you're more than welcome to hang out, or you can call tonight. That's up to you, bud. All right, man. Well, I'm gonna call tonight. I'm gonna pack up here at my shop and uh, head home to get some dinner and. Try to see what's on television. All right, Timmy. Well, we appreciate you coming on. All right, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Timmy. Thanks for your time. Thanks, yep. Tim. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. That was, so uh, that, was that, was great, that, was, that was a good interview. That was Timmy. Tim seems a very down-to-earth guy. He's going to do some great things in the future. Absolutely. Hopefully, uh, he gets all healed up and he's good to go. You know, come beginning of the year next year for some indoor races. I'm looking forward to seeing him in the modified more because I tell you what, that car was fast. Oh, really fast. Hell, won the Bruce Rogers Memorial at the beginning of the year. That's, you know, a race yeah, ain't no joke. Yeah, but there's no New York guys there. So, I mean, you know, that's not, no, their, still, not it's their fault. A, it's a good race to win. Definitely put it on his uh, resume. Like he needs one. Now, what's going on with Kyle Larson? He's just still just can't be beat, can he? I mean, I mean well, he, he Han and Shield beat him, what, Friday night? Yeah. Which one, Sheldon? Sheldon. Jack doesn't run World Outlaws anymore. I know he dabbles in the uh, All-Star, the All-Star right? but he doesn't run World Outlaws. But Sheldon, dude, I'll tell you what, Sheldon's having a pretty solid year. Yeah, that car's been, like, on and off. Yeah, and he's he's been... For the most part, he's been pretty consistent this year. I think he's got what two wins this two wins this year so far. But I mean, he's I know he's top five in points. You know, he's having a nice consistent year. So and he's only like 20, 24, 25 years old. 
He's pretty he young. Adult, yeah, he's a young kid. Hey, did you guys see that Tyler Herb, Bobby Pierce uh, altercation? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, the kiss cam, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean. He's young the rest of the year. Is he? Tyler Herb is. Should be. Is he? Yeah, I think, I think Herb is, yeah. Hey, he deserves uh, something. That's uh, yeah. dude. That's like borderline, like uh, that's assault yeah. with a weapon. <laughs> I mean, you see the you can see the guy wasn't he wasn't he didn't want to hang around. He was moving. Turn. I'm not defending his actions or anything, but you could see he was like done with that and trying to drive away because he had. I guess that was his. Uh, was that Pierce's dad that was in the? Yeah, it was climbing in the car, telling him he's gonna kick his ass. He's like, all right, so he pissed him off again, and then you, we saw what happened. He drove, drove off, and they were both. Well, I guess uh, Bob got off the car, but the official was still hanging in the car, and I mean, kind of with the result of it. I mean, yeah, he's not gonna sit there and let you know let Bob or any of you know, whatever happen. Took it for a ride, to be honest with you. Well, and like he said after the after the race and in the interview, he said oh, he's yeah. never he's never had to drive out, you know, pretty much race out of his own pocket. So he doesn't care if he tears shit up, you know. What I mean, he doesn't have to pay to fix it. Well, Bob, I, I think uh, Bobby Pierce to drive the kid. Uh, he, he looked like to me he took him out. Uh, I didn't like, watch too much into the replay. I just kind of saw like, the after- Somebody had the video. I'm like, dude, he ran him over. I'm like, yeah. Be, it's not yeah, the first time he, that the kid's did, been involved in anything like that either. He did get into the left rear. Yeah, it was definitely – it wasn't like – I don't know. They're saying, oh, he could have checked up or whatever. But, you know, you got you got to be watching the guy in front of you. If he's checking up, then you got can't, to – you can't just run him over like that and take him out. But That's the thing, too, though. Guys say, people sit there and say, oh, he should have checked up. He should have checked up. But at the same time – you don't know what he saw on the track, you know what I mean? So yeah, none of how can you sit here? Yeah, how can you sit here and say that he should have checked up? You know what I mean? They so, go at those, yeah, going at the speeds those guys are at. I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. So and that was a big race too. Was that the fifty thousand to win race? Yes, it was. Yeah, yes, it was. Hundred laps. Overton was the was the winner. Uh, apparently, right after that had happened, uh, Brandon Shepard was up to uh, second, and he had some mechanical issues. Like right as that altercation went by, you could see Brandon Shepard like kind of was like on the top lane, like kind of going real slow, like watching what was going on as uh, you know, uh, Herb was driving up the front of uh, Pierce's car. <laughs> it was like he was just kinda, like <laughs> checking that out as he was going by, like, hey, all right, I'm gonna... then I don't know. Apparently, apparently I was told that he had issues right after that, which was unfortunate because he was up the second. He, I was watching on race monitor. He climbed through the climbed through the field there towards the end and was in a position to potentially win that, but, you know, then I checked I mean, back, and then he was six laps down. I'm like, well, you know. I mean, what's he got out. this year? Uh, Shepard? Brandon Shepard. I, I know he has, like, he's a ton, and he's leading World of Outlaw late model points, I believe. kind of back up between World of Outlaws and Lucas Oil, or is he strictly World of Outlaw? I think he's strictly World of Outlaw. He might do some of the bigger Lucas Oil races, I think. I'm not 100% sure on that, though. I, I think he's kind of dabbling in both before, like, the points started and stuff. Yeah, well, if they do it for a living, like you said, you know, got to go race to make money. Where the races are. Yeah, so what's uh, what's the bounty on uh, Mr. Shepard there up at Outlaw? It's up to 4000 Two thousand for the win if you win, and then plus the two thousand bounty, so four thousand dollars. 
All right, so they up to what, another 500 or whatever? Uh, yeah, something like that. Plus, well, uh, 400 because of our 100. Our still sister. <laughs> yeah. Our 100. We're the only people to still pitch in money on that bounty. <laughs> Everything yeah. else is all, all time series money. Yeah, hey, man, I mean... I got I I see the post like every like I just saw the the post for the for the four thousand like ah oh, yeah and then like at the bottom there's like yeah we the fans hundred dollars I was like yeah whew. yeah so yeah We're still there <laughs> yeah so somebody's gonna win it maybe yeah I think so, eventually somebody's gonna win it I mean uh, it's gonna be somebody like are you kidding me like it'll probably be like uh like Lance Doucette or somebody or like that, or that Bulls kid or a bear yeah serious kid win it. Matter of fact, A Bear won last night at Cornwall, Josh. Yeah, so from the post. He's the Canadian goat. He's the Wayne Gretzky of Canadian small block racing. How old is he? Uh, 40s, I think. Mid 40s, maybe. Watch him be like uh, 30. (laughs) (laughs) Watch him be 25. (laughs) Yeah, I'll get attacked by the French Canadians. I'll get yelled. I have no clue what they're saying. So no, they don't uh, attack you. They think they're friendly. There's like Pretty nothing easy. going on up in New York. Everything's all down here, no problems. Yeah, yeah. No, well, there's it. a couple I mean, of tracks that are still running, aren't there? Yeah, I mean, so I mean like Thunder Mountain and uh, still running. Land of Legends, uh, Outlaw. I think the Valley and Obi Saratoga right now. That's still plenty of plenty of different tracks for people. I mean, it's not like they gotta. Yeah, uh, but they still- all have to flock south, you know. You're still missing Fulton Brewerton for those guys. Ransomville. Hey. doesn't run a race yet. Nope. If you saw it, uh, saw Devils Bowl. We didn't have a didn't no repeat winner. All different winners. Last uh, night. Devils Bowl last night. Yeah. Nobody said Some they do something with that. Like you got to run it earlier. Show. I think it should be a two day show. Yeah, it's like, like somebody it, else said. I thought it was. I saw it on Race Monitor. I thought it was split into two days. I was like, oh, okay. But then I was like, oh yeah, no, they they're running a concy for the big block, like the the main the main race already. I'm like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. The, the main main the big block small block feature come on to track till damn near midnight. Yeah, yeah. it's like the Eastern States up in Vermont with all those cars. Yeah, I mean that's uh, dude, that's a that's big cool. event to start at seven o'clock at night. Yeah, like, Sunday. Not, yeah, not even not even racing starting at seven. Hot lap started at seven. They should start that in the afternoon, like somebody said. He goes, they really ain't gonna change the track conditions. There, yeah, it got so like that track's getting plus and minus reviews and how they take care of it and all this other stuff. I think that track. Uh, I think it's a half. Huh? And then you had guys. Uh, uh, you had some of the modified guys running the Sportsman up there last night too. That's uh, yes. Tremont ran a Sportsman up there last night. Does uh, every week. Uh, Drellos, he ran a Sportsman up there last night. Demetrios Drellos. Yeah, the 111. Yeah. That's he the, won the. That's their main. The Open Sportsman there. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is weird for, especially for a half mile, but I guess. And I guess that's what draws. Yeah, I guess that's what draws the. I guess that's what their main car count is. Before maybe they had modifieds there before, just they used couldn't to, pull them in. Yeah, they used to years ago. I was at that track a very long time ago. Hmm. Um, 
back way then, more. Well, it was different. They redid it, reconfigured it, and all that other stuff. That's NASCAR sanctioned too, I think. Where's it at? It's in Vermont, right? Yeah, it's Vermont. That's way, Which way I, north. Well, I don't think it's no. I think it's pretty close to the New York border. Yeah. Oh, Mike's, okay. It's, yeah, it's yeah. That's why Tremont will go there because it's, it's not too far from home. Somebody said it was about two hours from the valley or something like that, hour and a half. Okay. No. I mean, I wouldn't go up there to go see a sportsman race. No. Yeah, right. You just go to the valley instead. <laughs> um, so I'm pretty excited about our schedule, how, uh, how busy we're getting. I mean, we're booked halfway through October already. Yeah, we got the Ginger Ninja coming up, which that's going to be – the Brandon Hightower one's going to be really fun. He seems like a real fun guy. That one is going to be a blast. That's That one is going to be a trip. I mean, Skowski's going to be fun because I know David, and it would be good to get to know Dylan Stoyer too, the young gun. I don't know if we're going to get Brandon Hightower off of the show. <laughs> yeah, I see that. I see. Well, him and Jack, uh, him and Jack Laner were like calling each other. He's like, Brian, dude, the ginger ditch. Like, I thought this chick was calling. All of a sudden, I look up. It's a dude. <laughs> like, oh yeah, boy, that's, that's, we got our uh, hands this guy. Yeah, well, Brandon Hightower. He's coming up north here to race modifieds. Yeah, when is that? Uh, the twenty. He'll be at. Delaware the 22nd and Georgetown the 25th or I'm, I may have that backwards it could be the and then he's gonna try to get uh, a brace in at Bridgeport and I know someone also offered him a ride in a street stock at Bridgeport oh we got money Matt Williamson coming up go down I mean I'm looking forward to the October 5th show because that's my one year anniversary when I got snubbed by Billy Jr. at New Egypt yeah, Billy is, that, Jr. Is, that why we, is that why you guys picked that date for him? Yeah, it's like, dude, we have to put him October. Yeah, Brian strategically planned that one. Yeah, and when I told him, too, was, dude, that's even going to make it a better show, too. I might stub you. All right. <laughs> I mean, he just doesn't have to answer the call. I mean, simple as that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, I got all planned out, too. I got all planned out. I'll introduce him that way because I'm just going to go off on him. He's going to hang up on us. No, he won't. No, you don't. You don't know what Billy got planned. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh, dude, we got some other stuff too. He said, "Dude, we're just gonna have so much fun." Not, he goes, "You'll probably get yelled at." Said, "Yeah, wait in line." Is he gonna give us some free T-shirts? Uh, I don't know. If he doesn't, then we'll just stop. Yeah, well, whatever, Billy. Bye. You know, kick him off the show, and we'll do our thing. Edit your whole interview out. Yeah, we're not even yeah, still good. Right, where's our free stuff though? All right, yo, well, thanks for coming on. Bye, and that's it. <laughs> after I, after I, yo, say what I gotta speak my piece with them. Hey, we're just gonna start telling everybody, hey, the Creations gave us free T-shirts. Yeah, so somebody better start stepping up the program here. We will, we will gladly display any driver if you give us free T-shirts. Right, as long as we don't have to pay for it, you're our favorite driver. Yeah. So we will support until, until the next batch of free stuff comes in, and then we don't even know who you are. <laughs> so you got yeah. a solid. Week. Yeah, I mean the Creations <laughs> gave us like a whole race car, so I mean someone's got to top that. <laughs> Minus the motor, you basically got a rolling chassis. We take turns yeah. at, at whose house it stays at. Autograph. Yeah, we, we push it around. Yeah, we push it around in the backyard, pretend we're racing. Soapbox derbies. <laughs> That'd be fun though. Yeah, that would be cool. 
That'd be so much fun. Yeah, back when I drank, I'd do that. I would so do that. It's got a roll so, cage. You're safe. Put a lawnmower engine in it and just go, man. So, so Josh, I'm going to the 76er this year. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I would not be there, fellas. Thought that would, so you, yeah. Thought that so was, uh, thought, you, thought that was your inferior track. I, I, somebody wants to come get me and he wants to go. He's never been to Grandview and he picked the Sixer. I'm like, all right, let's go. At least he picked a good race to go to. I mean, put us, yeah, there's a lot of racing in that, that, for that day. So I got to admit. Yeah, it depends, you know, if, uh, if New York's, if New York's still, not, if, yeah, I mean, if New York's, New York's, not, New York's not open, man. That's what I was thinking too. Like Parego's been down there before for the Sixer. Freezing. Yeah, you never know, dude. Twenty-five grand, you might see Shepard and Stu pop on down. Yeah, um, nothing Danny else. Johnson, he... Danny Johnson, he with, came Tyler, down. with Tyler Seary. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe a Tyler Dipple, you know. Well, yeah, some of the Middletown guys. Alan Johnson. Was, uh, We're not gonna see, I don't know. Well, we can ask Zuby on the show if he's uh, has plans for that. Yeah. He's got a know, he said he said the last next couple. I mean, I mean, I'm not gonna just speculating, but he said you know they are running a weekly basis, but they would like to see you know they would like to keep coming back to Grandview for now until you know they hear otherwise. I guess from New York. Yeah, yeah until Orange County opens up and Dylan goes back in his other ride. Yeah, and the big block, but he does the small block. He runs small block for uh, Zuby, and he's got his own thing with uh, the big block. Big. And I mean, for his first for his first race at Grandview, man, coming from the Concy 24th, starting tonight, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty that's, impressive. Yeah, that's that's you know. Do we know how old this kid is? 18. 18. First yeah. race at Grandview, man. I mean, dude, and dude, come on, to be 18 years old and beat that big block field of Orange County. Yeah, and a 50 lapper nonetheless too, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, come on, you just beat Matt Shepard. <laughs> Uh, Anthony Perego. I mean, Horton, if, if that matters. That, you know, yeah, Perego. Dipple's all right. Yeah, I mean, there was some decent. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares? You're 18 you won a race in a big yeah. block. Against Matt Shepard. Yeah. It just ends it right there. Matt Shepard. You beat Matt Shepard in a big block and, race. And the spaghetti. And the spaghetti, man. And, hey, so uh, speaking of Not spaghetti, the- man, he ran, a, he ran a T.O. last night at uh, Devil's Bowl. Yeah, probably leftovers. And uh, was that Matt, Matt, did he did he bring both cars? Uh, that I don't know if he ran both. Was probably. it a had last night? I think they only only ordered one pick now. I don't know. because the uh, the post that Spaghetti Man put up said, you know, thanks to To for the trackside help tonight. Maybe they just helped him set up the pick now. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, maybe everything's a really a Bicknell, and they all work for Bicknell. Like, you know, like a chassis conspiracy or something's going on. Yeah. I, I think I've got something. So, uh, Josh, yeah, you're not going to snub me, are you? Snub you how? At the Sixers? Not show up at the Sixers? Yeah, Mike, you know he's going. Oh, and just to clarify, yeah, Prego was in both last night, small block and big block. Both T.O.'s? No idea. Just he was there in a small block and a big block. So I mean that makes sense. It's a trailer to fit two cars. So yeah. I mean no. Are you gonna stop me or no? Are you gonna no. Billy hear me? I didn't do that the last time you were at a Sixer. I don't know who that guy. Is. Let's see you there. Hey, yeah, I'm going to the I did. Pits. You going to the pits? Hey, 
Hey, sure. hey guys, uh, our shirts will be in before that, so you better be wearing the loud pedal shirts at the Sixer. If it's, if it's warm enough. It's dude. It was at my wedding last year. It was like 85 degrees. Yeah, you're right though. Yeah, but when I go, it's it like was 50, it was hot. Or, it was hot for the Sixer last year. I was sweating. It was hot. Alright, yeah, so we'll, we'll be repping Michael. It's not. You're going to freeze your ass off the t-shirt to rep the t-shirt. We'll send, oh, hey, uh, another another New Yorker there for you, Josh. Mike Maresca could pop on down. True, yeah. He's done okay there. You know, that one time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the one time. He's the kind of guy. He can pretty much run anywhere. You know what I mean? Maresca? I think so. I mean, he's he's pretty solid anywhere he goes. Yeah, I mean, he was, you remember, remember last year... So, Last year at the end of the year, when they where was he? He came down to Bridgeport for the last the five eights finale. He just like popped out. He drove. They drove through the night. I don't remember. Yeah, what they it was were down Charlotte. They were down Charlotte, and something happened at Charlotte, so they left Charlotte. Yeah, and drove his way to, back home. And he yeah. got he got third, I think, in that the five eights finale. I think last he showed up out of nowhere at the Doug Hoffman Memorial and and ran good. Yeah, at the beginning of the year last year. Yes. Yeah, you were at that race. Yeah, that was that was a, such a great time. Josh he's a better, he's a he's a really good super late model driver too. He was doing quite well out in Western PA. Oh yeah, I wonder why he switched over to modifieds. He was doing both. No, he was, but now yes, I, I, guess, I yeah, I guess the late models took, and they said maybe it cost them too much, or like just or he just oh, decided. Yeah, I imagine I imagine a late model would probably. I imagine a late model does cost more. Yeah. So, you know, like for what we're putting into it and this is what we get paid, it's not worth it. They run about the same motors, right? Like a super late model and a big block are like pretty close to the same motor, aren't they? Like the horsepower is a lot more in a late late. model. Yeah, super late. So like 900 horse. It's a big block, like 800, 850? 8 to 850, yeah. If it's her with the NOS, you're talking about a grand 1100. Plus the traction control. Yeah, oh. Yeah, track. Yeah, traction control. So yeah, but I'd imagine a late model costs a lot more. You'd have to run the Lucas Oil, but have like big sponsors behind you. Right. Exactly. And, and be good. You know, like be good. Get has a, yeah, I don't think Maresca has an issue with sponsorship. No, that's his parents, the St. Lawrence Radiology. That's them. And. And they sponsor. They got, they're on quite a few cars. They're actually on, they're on Shepard's car too. Yep. Well, don't forget, Nebraska won the Outlaw 200 last year, which used to be the Victoria 200 last year. So that's a big win for him too in his young career. He's only what, like 23, 24 years old. Yeah, around there. Yeah. When you beat all those guys, like to me, the the Canadian, you know, the really good Canadians and the New York guy, whoever else goes up and beat them at a 200 lap race. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. He he's a real quiet guy, but he, he lets his driving he lets his driving do all the talking. Yeah. He's a nice That's kid though. Small. Right, Josh? He's small. Yeah, he's a pretty short dude. He's a tiny dude. He's a hell of a race car driver, so that's all that yes, matters. He is. He's got he's blind as shit too. He's got real thick glasses. <laughs> yeah, he has like three pairs, I think. <laughs> Where's ball at once? <laughs> hey, but whatever, he can see the track good. That's all that matters. <laughs> damn right, damn right. I can see checkered flags, asshole, no problem. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I I gotta get it for like the seventy six or it's the fifty year anniversary too, isn't it, Josh? 
Yeah, so you might. I, like I said, this is just a speculation. I don't know because I haven't heard anything. But you know, it, it with the corona and stuff, that might change things. But you know, might be looking at a fifty, you know, fifty years, fifty thousand again, like they did a couple of years ago. Seventy-six you know, laps, dude. That's it. Yep. Oh, so there's speculation they may raise the purse to fifty grand to win this year. Could be. I mean, they've done it before. I mean, it was thirty a couple of years ago. They don't. You know, last year it was twenty-five, and then I believe it was like. The two years before that, it was up to 30, an extra five. I mean, for, not for uh, nothing. I know I dog Grandview, but, dude, they put the money up to win. Well, yeah, I think I think the NASCAR backing them helps. Yeah, I don't know how that works, but, like, all right, like I said, 76 laps for, like, what was it normally, Josh? Like 25 grand 25 to win? 25 grand. That, dude, that used to be Eastern States 200 to win. Jeez. You know what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? Yeah. Like 124 more laps more for the same money. Now, is the 76er open to big blocks? I think so, yeah. I think it's big yeah. block, small block. Kind of oh. like the money maker, correct? Yeah, it's a special event. There's no sanction. Okay, so, so that makes it cool. They, they raise that to 50 grand to win. I guarantee you get, I guarantee you Shepard's there. I guarantee you Friesen's there as long as there's no truck race, you know? Mm-hmm. Maybe even maybe even money Matt comes down. That would be sweet. He might. I. I that, money, that would be that, that would be the best because like then that's like when that's like all all the all the shit talking in the group comes to a head on that race. Big, my big three versus your big three. It's right here on the track. And it's and it's it yeah it's it's here too. It's not head, up in New head York. To, head to head. Yeah. All right. Head to head. All the money. Yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> remember, remember the last time that they put fifty thousand dollars up at Grandview to win at the six. Remember who won that? <laughs> Jeff Strunk. <laughs> Jeff Strunk. Yeah. Oh, excuse us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he also, Jeff's also. A, dude, Jeff's a seven-time winner. So like. Yeah, it's the the big money races. That's. It's the ones you got to win, though. Yeah, yeah. like like Tim yeah. McCready, late while Lucas Oil. When that money's on the line, that he's one of the favorites to win it. Yeah, I mean that's the time to win. Yo, oh, hundred grand, up. shit. All right, now I'll step yeah, it up. Yeah. All special, all special events, man. That's I don't know. Jeff just puts it into another gear. I don't know. Like I said, he that last year I believe that was when he was started in the rear and came to the to win, or he was like tw- started in the tw- in somewhere in the twentieth or back farther back than that and came up to win the one the Thunder on the Hill race. But I don't know Thunder on the Hill and the Sixer. Those are a little. Those are two different kind of. Deals you got going on. Yeah, mentalities too. More laps. uh, Yeah, you can't count Guler either because he won it last year, right? Yeah, Guler will automatically get a starting position this year. Past champion, correct? No, for winning the uh, Sixer last year. If you won the Sixer the year before, you get a guaranteed spot, I believe. So they don't go to past champions like a provisional, or do they? Uh, no, I think it's, I, I, I could be wrong, but I, I'm assuming they only give out two past the, or maybe it is for the past winners. I'm not sure. I know that definitely if you, you know, Mike Guler will definitely have a spot and then whoever is this year's track champion will definitely have a spot. So they don't have to, do any, you know, who would have the answer to that? Brad Klinger, everybody. Ghost. Ghost would have the answer to that. And she doesn't oh. ever join us. Hey, Jennifer. What? All right, yeah, now see. Why do you call her but, ghost? Because it's time to go on the show. She ghosts us. I'm pretty sure she'd probably have the answer to that. She probably knows. She's like Miss Grandview, Miss Plain Pizza Seller there. Pizza Seller. 
Yeah. Uh, how, many, how many cards do they start for the Sixer? 30? 30, 35. Uh, cards on that I don't one. think it's 35. 32? Uh, well, it depends. Because you, you got the two... Uh, 24 qualify, correct? Could be. I have no idea. I mean, it depends on how many heats they have. Josh, if you, if you on, get enough you cards. Know this. I don't remember. It was, it's been yeah. a year since the Sixer. I don't remember. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's been a whole year for him in his old feeble mind there, Mike. Yeah, man. A ton, of, ton, of, ton of races going on. Going, yeah, too, yeah, too many PBRs. Just blame it on that. There you go. Are you going to sit in the pits? Where are you going to sit? Um, I don't know. It depends what's available once they let us once they let it in let us in I guess. Yeah, that's for, I'm getting a pit pass, so. I, I like my spot up there where I'm at though. I, I, I know. I, I love it, that up there. It just sucks. It's so four. far away. You got to walk. Yeah, I mean, turn four up there. You got the whole you get the whole track right in front of you basically, and there's not really that much obstruction. Because I know you sit on the front stretch, you have a little bit of uh, greater truck water truck stuff going on in the infield, cool. but. Not as high in turn on the front stretches are up in the turns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turn the turn four, you're up higher. Yeah, I told a certain admin of ours to save me two spots. He's like, yeah, I should probably be able to do that. So, right, you sit up around those guys, don't you? Somewhere in there, yeah. Yeah, we'll figure it out. I'll be here at the pool of that. Free yingling, and there, pew, there you go. <laughs> Free PBRs. And everyone's just like, ill. I mean, you got people that cross your tape off like like, like the whole entire first turn grandstands and stuff. Like, get out of here for like two people. Yeah, the same four people show up. Yeah, that that's happens. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah there, it's it's pretty much a once you get there, you know. It's a free for all. Yeah, it is, yeah. I mean, my first one, I just, I, I hung out with Fegley and, and his brother in the pits for most of the heats and all that stuff. I'm like, it was cool. It was a different view and stuff. I had fun. I liked it. I haven't the- actually, I haven't actually sat back there and watched a race yet. I don't think. I, I, I it. It's different, so it was quite a cool for me. So we'll see how it goes, but it, I I'll be it would somewhere. be yeah. it's cool. What like fifty, sixty modifieds for that? Yeah, I think a lot. Yeah, yeah. You, you get a. I mean, a hell, they're already. You already got. You're to think about this. You already got. The 30 high 35 to 40 modifieds that on a normal show Saturday up there. Night. Yeah. and then you're adding in who are any other invaders that'll want to show up you know any any of those guys so like you're talking richie pratt jr on top of all the guys you've listed uh you know Watt, um down. go down yeah he'll he'll probably be there i mean uh Ooh, it depends. I don't. Uh, depends if Grandview what uh, what fuel they allow. I know go down as a as an alcohol guy. Uh, well, you figure Krejcian probably take a shot at it. Uh, Billy Junior. Yep. Yeah, Junior. Jun- oh, yeah, if Junior shows up in that '96, boy, oof. Ooh. That's car's got the. If they let him run the sail panels, it's done. Done. Oh yeah, true. That's right. Sail panels. Forgot I, about that. Well, well, Frick Holston. Yeah, him and Holston hook up. I I got to pick him as a favorite. One of the favorites well, anyway. He didn't need the sail panels. I mean, when he won Susky and all that, he didn't have sail panels on a 96. He kind of needs it a little bit. You didn't see the button that he pressed. It like, kind of comes up just a little bit when he goes into the turn. Like on the left deal. side. On the left side. Like a Batmobile type move. Yeah, he's, he's cra- he, you got to watch Billy. He's you know he's nice and all. He's crafty, though. He, he, the boy Bacchetti might show up. I, don't, I doubt it. 
He did last year, I think, wasn't he? Or was that two years ago when Danny Johnson was there? Two years ago. Was McCutty there too? I was there two years ago. Or was it three? I'm thinking. That was Alan. Alan Johnson was there two last years ago. Year, wasn't it? Oh, man, time flies by. Oh, I know Danny. Danny Johnson. He drove the Atlas car the one the one year. Yeah, that might have been three years ago. Cross the car. Yeah, sixty six. Atlas baby. He had at the moneymaker last year too. Danny did the Petruska car. He's yeah, right down George. that car down Georgetown a couple times too. Yeah, that's like a love hate relationship with them too. Uh, I feel like the car is that car is very inconsistent. Yeah, you've had like literally everybody and everybody in that car has been in that. Hearn, Stu, Danny Johnson. Go down. Uh, Go down has been in it. Howard, Bobby Varon. I mean, the list goes on and on. Yeah, and they just can't seem to. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's a low budget car. I don't know. Uh, I don't. I don't know much about it, honestly. No, I don't know much about it either. I know. I've heard that they they. They set the car up. They tell you this is the setup we're going with. You don't, like, as a driver, you're like, nah, I like my car like this or like that, which I think find ridiculous. Yeah, you got to you gotta let the driver set the car yeah, up. He's the one driving the thing. Yeah. I don't, uh, tell me what you want. Yeah, I want to win, you know? So does he. Yeah, I mean, shit, the way you set it up, there may be a push in the car or something the driver don't like. And yeah, like, what is this? That's uh, too bad. That's what you're running. Like, uh, yeah, now, nah, bye. I'm out. Yeah, like, like, yeah, dude, the damn thing ain't turning through the corners. You know what I mean? Like, I got to get way out of the throttle. I can't pick the throttle up fast enough. Yeah, just guys are- the, list of, the list of guys I just told you, you imagine telling them. I, mean, I think they know a little bit about uh, dirt modified racing. Yeah, I mean, there's no way you're telling Stu that he can't set up his own damn car. Well, he won't. He'll just tell you what he wants. and He's going to tell you, all right, well, then you ain't got a driver. <laughs> You tell any of those guys, like Bobby Fair. Bobby Farron's been around a long time. Uh, Danny Johnson. Go, those guys know what's going on. I mean, especially when you have like go down Dwayne Howard running down here. They know these tracks very well. Exactly. I mean, I don't know how many wins go down has at Grandview if he's ever won there. Well, he I, didn't has, think I think like he a, has. He has to have at least a couple. I think he's got. Yeah, he has got a couple. He's got to. Well, yeah, September seventh. He used to he used to run Grandview weekly, so I'm Not sure too. I'm sure he's won. I mean, I know How many times to be exactly? I have no idea, but we'll ask when he's on the show. We'll ask him. Yeah, we, yes, we will. I know, at, I know he's got wins at Diamond, New Egypt, Bridgeport, Georgetown, Orange County, Woodhull, Afton. Yeah. I mean, he's got quite a few. He's got a pretty good resume on him. Yeah, he'll go other places. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he showed last year he's not afraid to travel as long as the money's there. Yeah, yeah. Well, get him there. The SDS trying to do the SDS from down here has got to be just just got to oh, drain your pocket. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I mean, and he even lives North Jersey. You know what I mean? So it's not as far as you know some of these uh, southern guys. Like a Delaware guy would never be able to do this. No, this forget tour. it. He'd have to live up there and base your operation up there. Exactly, exactly, because it'd just be way too hard. Yeah, like go live in central New York for a little while. Year, whatever, for the season, you know. Don't forget, they're going up into Canada. Exactly. 
that's why that's why I think it's gonna be really cool to talk to go down about you know the traveling yep you know from from Jersey up into Canada and and all that stuff so yeah. go down is a past Forest Rogers memorial winner I was gonna say I thought he won a big one and he also won a hundred lap coal cracker race at Diamond in the uh, R1 I mean, oh he's got win. he's a past champion at Diamond isn't he yes well, I believe he has several big diamond uh, track championships. Uh, yeah. Oh no, he has one. Uh, he's the 2016 big diamond uh, track champion. Yeah. So uh, sign us off there. Uh... Mouth. I've got to introduce myself. All right, boys and girls, we're going to bed, so we're going to end the show. On behalf of Big Daddy Mark, Mike Clark is Griswold, PBR Josh Schaefer, and me in the mouth, you've been black flagged. Everything, everything, that's all, folks.